Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Rudy Maxa and Robert and Mary Carey on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of RM World Travel. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Robert, Mary, and I are glad to have you joining us today. It's just after 11 a.m. Eastern Time. This hour on the show, you're listening, well, this hour, we're going to do what we do every hour, which we talk anything and everything about travel. We're going to take you to the middle of Minnesota and the biggest ice fishing tournament in the world, Heartbeat Still, where 10,000 people are battling Mother Nature to reel in their prize catch to win pride and cash prizes. It's cold out there. I'm broadcasting from St. Paul, Minnesota right now. I can tell you that. I just wanted to note that airline stocks tubed this week after United Airlines reported record earnings. That's the good news. But then the airline said it was seriously expanding its capacity. That's bad news to analysts who fear other airlines will follow suit and then have too much excess capacity, and then fares will drop, and income will drop. Anyway, United is making one teeny change to save money. It's going to begin printing its in-flight magazine on lighter paper, which means each copy of United's in-flight magazine will weigh one ounce less than it did before. United (laughs) says it'll save more than 170,000 gallons of fuel with this move or save nearly $300,000 Annually, Mary, how about that? Well, Rudy, Rudy, I got to say something. Either of you. Well, listen, exactly. (laughs) I mean, don't you love these news cycles? Remember a few years ago, all of the industry experts they were complaining how the airlines were moving capacity to foreign markets and leaving regional markets. Now we're seeing a market correction, and the experts don't like that. The airlines, they can't win. And the magazine thing reminds me of when uh, when uh, Robert Crandall was president of American Airlines, and he took the olive, the olive, one olive off the top of the first class salad to save on weight and gas. All right. Well, we have a guest standing by, so let me get to the uh, rundown for our weekly travel get-together for Hour 2 today. The U.S. State Department's Head of Passport Services, Brenda Sprague, will be here to discuss changes to passports, real ID, and some other things you should know. Travel TV host Samantha Brown checks in to discuss this week's National Vacation Day on Tuesday. And Janine Tornatore will help break down the costs of attending next week's Super Bowl in Minneapolis. And we'll also be talking extreme family road tripping with Ben and Rosa Ovedia. All right, looking forward to that. So, listen, if you're someone who enjoys the outdoors and you're competitive since it's winter, perhaps ice fishing could be your thing. And right now, up in Brainerd, Minnesota, uh, that's about a two-hour car ride northwest of Rudy, where he is in St. Paul, is going on the world's largest ice fishing tournament. It's just about to get underway. Uh, So let's head to the phones. We're going to welcome in the chairman of the ice fishing extravaganza, Shane Meyer. Hello, Shane. Hi, guys. How's it going? We're well. Thanks for joining Mary and uh, Rudy and me today. We appreciate that. Uh, Are we reaching you on the ice uh, right now? What's that? Are we reaching you out on the ice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been out here... Since Monday. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're all, the, all right. So I know. I think it's at noon central. Uh, the uh, the contest gets underway. Are the fish biting? Uh yeah. Actually, the weather is perfect. The pressure is perfect. Um, I I think we're going to weigh quite a few fish today. All right. Well, and I got this is what the 27th year of the ice fishing tournament, I believe. I want to know are all the discipline. 
28th, I apologize, 28th year, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, are all the disappointed Viking fans who are not going to be able to watch their team next weekend? Do you have a few more contestants that are ice fishing this year now? <laughs> I hope so. We won't talk about the Vikings. That's no. the first subject. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll stick with fishing. Um, Shane, explain the ice fishing tournament to everyone who's tuned in across the country. What is this ice fishing tournament, and what's it looking like right, right out, outside, right there, right now on the ice? So essentially, we have uh, two square miles of ice blocked off, and we have ten thousand or so of our best friends out here. Um, all raising money for a bunch of good charities, up to 50 charities in our area. Um, last year, we donated upwards of $200,000 back to local charities. And and really, it's just a really good community event. Boosts the economy in the Brainerd Lakes area exponentially as far as mid-January goes. Um, and it, it's all just for a good cause. It's a bunch of people all together for charity. Do they have to dig their own holes? No, we drill them. We drilled 25,123 holes yesterday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's incredible. You, you mentioned that the temperature was just right, and you just sort of mentioned, and the pressure is just right. What did you mean by pressure? Uh, barometric pressure affects fish bite and, and fish pattern. So, really? Um, I prefer to fish in high-pressure weather rather than low pressure. What, are they hungrier? They come close to the surface? What, 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 how yeah, does pressure affect a fish? Boost, boost their boost their hunger i i they just feed better for me anyway and and do you have some do you have some of those fancy uh um tents out there with a, a satellite tv and and stoves etc <laughs> oh yeah yeah there is too many to count around the contest area and within eye shot of the contest area there is hundreds if not thousands of of fish houses all all around us. It's, and it's and people who don't live in Minnesota, as I do, might not know that trucks drive out there and park there all winter, et cetera. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been out here in my my one ton diesel all week plowing. So it's yeah, we drive out here. We you can live out here in the winter. So Shane, I want to ask. I want to just set up for folks because you know it's pretty straightforward. You know, you've got some pretty uh, specific rules. Uh, you know, you're going to start at noon, as we said, three hours. There are, from what I understand, no ice fishing houses or tents or canvases or any type of other covering allowed in the competition area because uh, you need to be visible, obviously, when you're fishing. You get two holes right. per angler. Uh, all the fish entered into the contest must be alive, and, which is obvious, uh, <laughs> so no one's bringing in their ringer. And then if you win, I guess you get the biggest fish you get, what, a Chevy or Ford truck? Yep, you get a pick a GMC or a Ford pickup truck. Um, and one of the best parts about this entire contest is even if you don't get the biggest fish, say you land 100 fish, that's an ice castle fish house, about a $20,000 rig. There's four-wheelers every 25 places. There's augers, cash. You you can't go wrong anywhere on the prize board. You could land you could land in 150th place, last place, and take home a four-wheeler. All right, well, real quick on this, uh, you know, about 10 seconds with us. You know, what do you think it's going to take to win this year's extravaganza? I bet it's an eight-pound or better walleye or northern. Be my, okay. That would be my guess. Walleye or northern. Okay, or pie. we'll see with the pie. Okay, Shane, listen, thank you for your time today. A lot of fun. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, have a great time today, okay? Will do. Thanks for having me. All right, the walleye that. is the state fish of Minnesota, by the way, Robert. Did not know uh, that. It, that, but I know Pike's big up there too. They've got Pike, uh, so okay. No, the walleye. So Rudy, is he going to have ten thousand and one participants? Are you going to head up there today? I, I, <laughs> I got to get my four wheeler. Uh, 
whatever that is, four-wheel like four drive that. vehicle, I but, guess. But I, if you go to their website, I think it's just icefishing.org, you'll see the pictures and all those. Oh, uh, it's I, unbelievable. I, actually, I think that would be a lot of fun. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Fun, yeah. You got all well, the as you know, I wound up here because of a previous girlfriend, and I remember when I was commuter dating with her from my home in D.C., I was staying at her house once, and she overlooked a, fish, a lake here, in, called White Bear Lake here in, outside of St. Paul, and I looked out her front window and saw a plane with skis on it land on the lake, the frozen lake. A fisherman hops out, and the plane took off. I was like, well, we don't see those on the East Coast. We don't see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, you can hear the music. Up next, show friend Brenda Sprague is going to be here from the U.S. State Department down in D.C. She'll be talking passports and travel with us. show returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you you shop online without the best coupons, you might as well be saying no to extra cash in your pocket. Fortunately, there's Honey, a free browser extension that helps you get the best price on everything online. Honey scans and tests millions of coupon codes from around the web and automatically applies the best one to your order. It's so easy, Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Take two seconds to add Honey to your browser and never miss out on free money again. Get Honey free at joinhoney.com rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. With all the hype surrounding Valentine's, you probably have some gift ideas swirling around, but want the perfect one? Well, 1-800-Flowers.com is your answer, because right now, when you order early, you'll get 12 multicolored roses for only $19.99, or double it to 24 multicolored roses for only $10 more. Bouquet prices are going to be going up soon, so take advantage today. To order, go to 800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, enter promo code RM, 800-Flowers.com, code RM, or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Sooner or later, your car will break down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, something like a new engine could cost you over $5,000. That's why we suggest getting extended coverage from CarShield.com. They make the process easy. You select your favorite mechanic or get the work done at a dealership, and CarShield does the rest by paying them directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or CarShield.com and use code RM to save 10%. For info, go to rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. A deductible may apply. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Rudy, Robert, and Mary anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. And we're back. It's nice to have you tuned in here with Mary and me today. Before we introduce you to show friend Brenda Sprague at the U.S. State Department, we want to share that today's broadcast is made possible by LifeLock. 
So many of us shop online these days, but all that online shopping could expose your personal information and leave you vulnerable to identity theft. And it may be a form of identity theft that you can miss simply by monitoring your credit, like someone stealing from your 401k or taking an online payday loan out in your name. That's why there's LifeLock. They'll monitor your personal information, and if you ever have a problem, they're going to work to fix it. And what they really offer is not having to worry if or when identity theft might happen. Join now at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM. You'll save 10%. Or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Brenda Sprague leads the State Department's most visible public service program that employs nearly 4,000 employees through the network of passport agencies and centers. She's been on the show with us in the past and is joining us again today to give us updates on real ID, passport fairs that may be going on in your state, and how they're using social media to reach travelers and keep us informed. How are you, Brenda? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's been an interesting week in Washington and at the government offices, hasn't it? It has been an interesting week, but we are open for business, anxious to serve the American people. Yes, well, and and we are thankful for that. So I think we should start off by congratulating you, Brenda, because you made it through 2017. Last year was one of the highest volume years on record for passport processing. And folks, if you're not familiar, that's due to a law in 2007 requiring U.S. travelers to have passports from Mexico, Canada, and the Caribbean. So, Brenda, you had 10 years to prepare for the influx. Uh, How'd it go overall? It went splendidly well, and I give all the credit to that to my wonderful team. We issued 19.6 million passports, which is a million more than we have ever issued before. We actually produced 21.1 million products because people get both passport books and passport cards, so more products than actually applications. But it was a big effort. We had prepared for it, as you said, for 10 years. And we were able to keep our time service low. We were able to get most people their passports in under a month. We were able to get people their expedited passports in a little over a week. And we're very, very proud of it. People worked a lot of long hours to make that a reality. But it worked. Well, and as I said, that's why we wanted to congratulate you and the team. But 19.6 million. So the printing presses, I mean, (laughs) they haven't stopped. That's great. We love it. They love hearing that. That's fantastic. So, Brenda, also uh, something that we see that you're doing as far as the process of actually getting passports are these passport fairs across states. Is this new? And who are you targeting by offering these fairs? Well, we have done them. I've been in passport just shy of 10 years, and we've done them the whole time I'm here. So I believe that this is a practice. I think we have been more visible, and we have done a better job of promoting them. Passport fairs are designed to address influx of work that can overwhelm our traditional acceptance facilities in certain regions. So we have done passport fairs at our own agencies where we open up our doors and don't restrict them to people who are traveling immediately, mm-hmm. nor do we in most instances charge the expedite fee. We treat it just as a regular acceptance event. We have worked very closely with the post office and had some great events with them, with individual libraries. We yes. have a lot of libraries in the network now. And we've also done sort of a creative outreach with Hilton Corporation, who has determined that people who have passports travel more. Well, imagine that. Oh, that's imagine, interesting. Yeah, so that, I, I did not know that. That's huh. actually an interesting concept. So you do do those pretty frequently then. That's interesting. We do. 
and of course we have about 27 agencies around the country so on any given day or any given weekend we have someone somewhere and another place that we go and hand out applications and sometimes even accept is at naturalization ceremonies because newly naturalized american citizens are very anxious to get their first yeah, passport no, and it is an easy lift for us because they've got their brand new naturalization certificate cis has done all the work citizen and immigration service and it, it's a win-win situation for us so we try and go where there's a need and to get the work in in a timely manner so that we can get it out in a timely manner and nobody has to worry about their travel document. All right. So on that, I want to shift and I want to dig into real uh, the Real ID Act. Uh, you know, we saw the news come out of California this week regarding driver's licenses and Real ID there. Um, but it's fair to say that there's been some confusion surrounding Real ID. So, Brenda, from your position, love to know, you know, what you can share that will help everyone listening understand what's changing and when. Well, the first thing to remember is that this has been a process that's been in place. I think it goes all the way back to 2005. And the underlying position being that the identity documents you use to board aircraft, primarily also to enter government facilities, but primarily to enter aircraft, should in fact meet certain minimum standards in terms of their forensic quality. That means the inability to counterfeit the document and also the adjudicative rigor with which the application or identity is adjudicated. So the states have, with more or less enthusiasm over the last 13, 14 years, been working on this program. And Homeland Security has given them a fair amount of leeway with the warning we're going to insist on implementing the law that we've had the authority to implement since 2005. And now they have turned up the heat a little. And the states are 27 states that are fully compliant. All the other states and territories, with the exception of America and Samoa, have extensions that will run at least till October of 18. But they ha- October 10th of 18. But Homeland Security has made it very clear that the absolute drop-dead date for waivers and everything else is going to be October 1st, 2020. So there is confusion. DHS has a a good website, um, dhs.gov, where you can pretty easily navigate your way to seeing if your state is compliant or not. But right now, this moment, if you have a driver's license from any state or territory except American Samoa, you can get on an airplane. As far as we know, that will not change before October. And my guess is that most of the states will either get waivers or come into compliance by then. I think we have kicked the can down the road to 2020, but I expect... So so that gives us a date. That gives us a little time, right? Yes. 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 But you don't... If you have a U.S. passport or U.S. passport card, you can relax anyway because it's fully compliant, as is a military ID. Um, So there are lots of people who are already covered whether or not their driver's license is okay. a real ID compliant. Brenda, returning to passports, we have about two minutes left. We want to cover social media, but I, a quick question before we get into social media. You're, you're being heard right now by a large travel audience across the country. What are some common mistakes you see on your end that people make when it comes to passport processing that can help move the process along a little more smoothly? Is it photos, documents, something else? Well, the very first thing is people have to keep an eye on their expiration date. Most specifically, you need to remember that countries in Europe and in Latin America are enforcing 
that they want six months validity on the passport. Right. So you may have three months validity on your passport, but the country to which you are traveling requires six. So that expiration date is key. The second thing is your photo. The majority of applications that are rejected are rejected because of photo. We have lots and lots of information on our website, travel.state.gov, including a cute little video that will show you how to make sure that your passport photo is good. We have worked with most of the providers. The other thing, of course, is that you do need a certified birth certificate, a previous passport, or a naturalization certificate in order to prove your citizenship. And in order to prove your identity, you need, usually it's a driver's license. There are other acceptable forms of ID because you also have to prove your identity. So that's what you need to get together. Of course, the other complicating factor is your children under the age of 16, passports are only valid for five years, which can be a terrible surprise. And that's an, that's an important item to remember. Yes. I, mean, I don't think a lot of people remember that. And number two, a child has to appear with both parents to apply for a passport. That has to do with parental child abduction. There are some waivers in terms of a parent can submit a notarized statement if they're unable to be there, but the child must appear with at least one parent at an acceptance facility. There is no exception to that. Well, Brenda, listen, you know what? It's always good information. That's why we love having you on the show because, listen, you you definitely share all that. I do want to remind folks, and you can certainly validate this, best place to go for all the information. You've got a great website. You're also on social media. So the website is just travel.state.gov. And then on social media, I believe you are at travel.gov, correct? That is correct. Okay. Well, Brenda, we wish you a great weekend. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, we'll look forward to having you back in the future, okay? Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank Take you, care, Brenda. Now. Take care. Bye. All right. She brings always good information Extremely to the show. Extremely valuable information. So yeah. important. All right, folks, a reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to have our engineer, Bobby, link Rudy in for segment three. And then Mary and I will be back with you towards the end of this hour to talk family road tripping. So stay right where you are. Your RM World Travel Express is back after these messages. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, MyPillow is it. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. MyPillows are made in the USA. They're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. You have to check blind spots to drive safely, right? Same thing goes for identity theft protection. If you just monitor your credit, you might miss something, like your info for sale on the dark web. LifeLock detects a wider range of identity threats to help protect your identity. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but with LifeLock, they offer visibility you might not get on your own. Membership start at $9.99 a month. Get protection today at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM, save 10%, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com.
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This segment is sponsored by Optima Tax Relief. If you've dragged your IRS tax problems into 2018, how about making it a resolution to fix it once and for all? You can't avoid the IRS forever. And with the number one tax resolution firm, Optima Tax Relief, on your side, you can stop worrying and put some joy back in your life. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are good, hardworking Americans, people with families, homes, savings, and paychecks. Stop living in fear if this is the day the IRS shows up at work, garnishes your paycheck, or freezes your bank accounts. They're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so just call Optima to discuss the Fresh Start initiative that just might solve your IRS problems for good. And when you do, tell them Rudy, Robert, and Mary told you to call. That number is 800-501-0866. That's 800-501-0866. We've got a problem in this country, and my next guest, Samantha Brown, uh, has some thoughts on that, as do I, by the way. Samantha is the host and executive producer of a new public television series called Samantha's Samantha Brown's Places to Love, now running on local public television stations around the country. You probably know her from her many series on uh, on the Travel Channel in uh, in her previous career. Samantha, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Oh, thanks for asking me on, Rudy. All right, so we got this uh, might be called a vacation deficit disorder here in the United States. It was actually the name of a book about that very thing. Why, why do we Americans have so much trouble using all our vacation time? I think it's because we uh, fear that um, uh, no one can do our job. We fear that when <laughs> we come back to the job, there's going to be, you know, four days worth of, you know, stuff you have to, you know, uh, cut through. Um, we fear that maybe someone could be better at our job. And I think the worst fear that people have is that we're seen as not being serious about our job. I would say that was that's the number one reason why people don't take vacation is because if they're gone, they're seen as not really caring about what's happening. And yet, as industrial as an industrialized nation, the United States or the people in the United States take the fewest vacation times or have the the fewest ver- guaranteed ga- vacation days other than holidays of any other industrialized country, right? Yeah, I mean, what was it like two weeks paid vacation, if even that, right? Right, but um, not required. Not required, right? And then you talk to people like in Italy and especially Europe, right? All over Europe, and they've got like seventy-five days, including bank holidays. I mean, it's like it's like when do you work? <laughs> but, right, exactly, um, exactly. So it's very, um, very different for our country. So, what do you say to folks who don't take all their vacation time for some of the reasons you 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 suggested? Well, I say if it, I mean two weeks might be too long to be away from your job, or even a week might be too long, but certainly extend weekends, you know, take a Friday off and a Monday off, or better yet, to get your best deals on flights and when places aren't packed, leave on a Wednesday, come back on a Saturday. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to take the whole chunk at once. And we all know that even those small trips are so, um, they just help us get through tough times and tough patches and also What's really important about travel is you think more clearly. Um, when you are in a different space mentally, it's solutions um, that were not allowed to come in because you're always surrounded by what you know when you're in your work cubicle. Um, when you are in a different place, it opens your mind quite literally. And now new solutions can come in. And an idea that you might have never thought of is finally allowed to get through that, that wall that you put up there. So I always tell people when you travel, 
the, the idea is that you totally disconnect, right? And no one wants to think about work at all. But actually spend 15 minutes every single day, maybe 20, and just think about the problems that are, are, are happening in your life where things just aren't going right. And it could be personal. It could certainly be professional. And just ruminate about them. But be in a different environment, maybe go on a walk on a beach or a lovely hike, uh, maybe a different cafe, and just think about it. And I, I guarantee you, uh, either you will think, you know what, that's not as bad a problem as I thought. I've been you know, just overthinking things. Or a different solution will happen. So there's a lot to be said for being even more productive by taking a break because you come back to your work more refreshed uh, and, and just ready to work. Samantha, there are actually medical studies and, and academic studies that prove that. I couldn't agree with you more. Listen to these numbers. They're appalling. In 1973, AAA and the New York Times reported about half of all Americans took long summer vacations lasting an average of 2.3 weeks. A couple years later, that had evaporated to 5.4 days a year. And by 2012, the U.S. Travel Association says Americans were taking an average only 3.8 days of vacation a year. Now, those are squishy numbers because it's really hard to measure a national snapshot. But even if they're squishy, they're dramatically different, aren't they? Absolutely. And you got to think that you're not just robbing yourself of that time off. You're also taking that away from your family. So child psychologists know that travel strengthens family bonds, that memories traveling together are stronger than other really important memories in a child's life, like their own birthdays and their graduation. And one of the reasons cited why this is so is that when you travel, kids get to see their parents act like kids. And what that does for their sense of, of, of security and love is absolutely immeasurable. I couldn't agree more. Samantha Brown's new television show is called Samantha Brown's Places to Love. It's on public television stations near you or will be soon. And if you'd like more information on Samantha as well as her TV shows, visit her website. It's samantha-brown.com. Samantha, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you, Rudy. We'll be right back right after this short break. Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. We get such an amazing shave using Dollar Shave Club razors with their shave butter that now we use their other products, too. They make stuff for your hair, face, skin, and shower using only the finest premium ingredients. And they deliver. Right now, you can get your first months of the club's best razor, along with travel versions of their shave butter, body cleanser, and hygiene wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. Get your Dollar Shave Club starter kit at dollarshaveclub.com slash rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Only one event unites the world. The 2018 Winter Olympics. And there it is! Sean White double gold. Boy, does he deliver. See the world's best. Lindsey Vaughn is a gold medalist. And see the world at its best. To the finish, the Caleb Schifrin wins gold for the U.S. The 2018 Winter Olympics, coming February 8th, only on NBC. Not available in all states. 
Thank you for calling Reese and Irvy's, the future of frozen yogurt. Um, are you the robot people? <laughs> Reese and Irvy's Froyo robots? Yes, ma'am. Our Froyo robots serve seven different flavors of delicious frozen yogurt with up to six delicious toppings all within 60 seconds. We place our robots all over the country. Malls, theaters, theme parks, almost anywhere people want an amazing treat. It's the future of frozen yogurt. And you sell these robots? That's right. Whether you're looking for a full or part-time turnkey business, Reese and Irvy's Froyo robots are available as a unique franchise opportunity across the United States. And how do I find great locations for my robots? Well, actually, we do that for you. Your robots go into high-traffic, secured locations, engage with customers daily, deliver amazing Froyo experiences to customers, and you collect the profits. They work so you don't have to. Well, I definitely want my own Froyo robots. How do I get them? It's easy. Just go to FroyoFranchising.com and enter promo code 9595. That's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 9595. Locations are going fast, so don't wait. Again, that's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 9595. Travel Pro Luggage is what we use, and it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light 4, their lightest collection, with carry-ons weighing just under 6 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners. Even their Cruise Series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, so get yours at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers. You can also visit TravelPro.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water. 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at leblue.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. We're in segment four of the radio show, and this portion of the program is sponsored by RedlandCotton.com. Hands down, this family-owned company offers terrific sheet sets, duvets, shams, and a line of luxurious Redland cotton bath towels that you're going to just love. In fact, they're the only two-ply towels made in the U.S., Today, when we walk into a store, even a shop online, we can find all types of sheets and linens. But most are made overseas, and almost all the materials are made overseas. Redland Cotton produces only 100% made in American uh, products with all American materials. Check out their entire collection at redlandcotton.com. That's redlandcotton, all one word, .com. Or you can find the link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Okay, Super Bowl weekend coming up. We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it again this weekend with Janine Torrentaro. She's a travel expert. She's blogged for a number of places, written for Orbitz, that sort of thing. And she, Janine, I guess you've done a little research into what it would cost to come to Minneapolis for the Super Bowl and whether that's even a possible thing to do this late in the game. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, the Super Bowl is an interesting one because it's not necessarily just the fans of the two contending teams that want to go. Super Bowl is one of those bucket list items for a lot of people, and people will pay a lot of money to be there, even if they're not a big fan of the two teams, just because it's become such an experience, not just the game, but the entire weekend in these destinations to be there. So it's interesting to see, you know, what travel prices are and how much people are willing to pay. All right, give us some numbers. What what might this cost someone? 
Well, you know, your, your biggest components are going to be, of course, your airfare, your hotel, and then the price to get into the game. So I started with airfare, at least looking from the major cities where fans would be coming from, both Philadelphia and Boston. You're talking $921 from Philly for a round-trip ticket, a little over 700 from Boston to get Oof. there. Now, a lot of people, um, not from probably these destinations, but people that may be in places like Chicago or closer in the Midwest may opt to drive to Minneapolis, which can be an iffy thing this time of year with the weather. Um, but certainly with those kind of prices, driving might be an option for a lot of people. Now, the really big component here is hotels. Now, what's interesting about Minneapolis as a destination compared to some of the other past Super Bowl destinations is the lack of hotel rooms that they have. When you look last year at Houston that hosted the Super Bowl, they had around 85,000 hotel rooms in the city. Minneapolis, by comparison, is 40,000 hotel rooms. And if you add to that the fact that when they announced the Super Bowl was going to be in Minneapolis, the NFL reserved nearly 19,000 of those rooms straight off the bat. It really brings the number down um, for fans that want to come and visit. Now, downtown Minneapolis isn't that big, so pretty much it's sold out. You're not going to find a hotel room, even a two-star hotel in downtown Minneapolis. Your best bet's really to look in some of the outlying suburbs, places like Bloomington, where you'll find the Mall of America. Even in those, um, it's very there's very little availability, and you're still talking upwards of $700 a night for a room. Oh, my goodness. Are- I, listen, I live in St. Paul, Janine, so I know that that's really expensive. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure St. Paul is all sold out. Of oh, I'm sure. Um, so what people are really looking at at this point are those home rentals and apartment rentals, looking to places like Airbnb, HomeAway.com. Um, but even those, the listings now are 10 times what they would normally charge in the Minneapolis and St. Paul area. So it's definitely a hefty price, but obviously they're sold out, so people are willing to pay it. Um, and then the really the last big component is the price to get into the game, which is always interesting to look at every year. Um You know, I checked in with um, ticket reseller Vivid Seats to find out what they're seeing with pricing trends. And what's interesting is um, since they named the contending teams on Sunday, this price of Super Bowl tickets is actually dropping. So I think people were really willing to pay that premium price to see the Vikings play at their home stadium. Um, At least this is what I'm speculating. Um, And now we're seeing prices go down a little bit since they're not um, one of the big Like what? um, well, exactly. What is it? Um, well, on Sunday, tickets median ticket price was around sixty four hundred dollars. How much? Say price, that again, Janine. We only have about thirty seconds left. Say that number again. Yeah, sixty four hundred dollars. I live in St. Paul. I don't have to fly. I don't have to get a hotel room, and I still can't afford to go to the game. Exactly. Like I said, it's a bucket list item. It's down now to around $4,500. Oh. That's the median price. The get-in price, which is the cheapest ticket you'll find on Vivid Seats, was coming in today at $3,400. So you really have to want to be there um, to pay this. And if you compare that to last year, it's actually the average ticket price is up by about $900 compared to what people are paying for last year's Falcons versus Patriots game. So every year you see these Super Bowl ticket prices, they continue to get more and more expensive. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Over $4,000. Janine Tarantaro is a journalist who writes on travel issues uh, for any number of people. You've been warned. You now know what it costs to come to Minneapolis to see the Super Bowl. Uh, And, oh, by the way, dress warmly. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. 
join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to New York, everyone. Robert and Mary with you for the final segment of this week's broadcast. And before we talk family road tripping with you, we need to share that today's RM World Travel Connection is sponsored by 1-800-Flowers.com. And besides great flowers, you can always find something fun and exciting to surprise the special people in your life at 1-800-Flowers.com. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, or even Valentine's Day that's upcoming, you should really check them out. And right now, when you order a dozen multicolored roses for only $29.99, you'll get another dozen, plus a vase, absolutely free. To order, go to 800flowers.com, click the radio icon, enter promo code RM, you'll get our special offer. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. When husband and wife Ben and Rosa Ovedia began taking short weekend car trips with their two children, little did they realize that those short trips would turn into a habit, a habit that logged 40,000 miles in just two and a half years, covering 49 states and one Canadian province, all without breaking the bank. And to tell us why they did it and some things they learned along the way, here are Ben and Rosa Ovedia. Hello, Ben and Rosa. Nice to speak with you this weekend. How are you doing? Wonderful. Excited to be here. Uh, well, thanks uh, to both of you. And as Mary just said, I want to get right into this. You know, that's a lot of miles to cover in two and a half years. So would love to know, you know, why did you and Rosa decide to take on this sort of extreme road tripping? Well, it, it, I'm glad you asked. It, it started uh, very organically. We wanted to see uh, the country in uh, certainly at least in 15 years before our kids went off to, to college. And we thought it would be a memory for the whole family that we could hold on to and remember fondly, and we thought it would take quite a bit of time. But once we started on the road, we wanted to be on the road as much as we could, and we, we got to, you know, leave sort of at an 8 or 9 p.m., drive through the first night, which usually gave us the first five or six or 700 miles on the road, and then it just sort of snowballed from there to the point where we were really using any days we could get uh, to be on the road and, and doing it in extreme fashion. And since uh, we're both, uh, we work full-time, we have to... Uh really limit our vacation time to uh, maybe a week, maybe 12 days at a time. But we wanted to see everything, and we found out that uh, if we just keep going, uh, we get there, and if we plan very well. Exactly, because this was done in a very short time frame, so I can only imagine the planning. Um, So Robert and I have two boys, and we've done our fair share of road trips, nothing on this level, including an RV trip when the kids were young, and they still talk about it. What advice do you have for families who may want to take on something similar to what you've done? I'd say the planning and the communication. We spend uh, probably a couple months uh, on the longer road trips. We look up places we want to see. We email each other uh, on our breaks at work, and we just we make lists. We uh, we use Google. We look up blogs. Listen to what other people have to say. And of course, you can't forget that when you're when you're on the road, you really need to build a certain culture in the in the car. Yeah. <laughs> because I think for a lot of parents and and families that we talk to. The idea of kids in a car, you know, how how do we keep them busy and how do we keep it fun? And so we've really thought about, you know, how do we make the times fun? How do we remember the stops that we've seen if we're we're doing it at 80 miles an hour, uh, so to speak? How do we, you know, we've even chosen some restaurants for a break that are just familiar places that we can kind of look at, unwind as a family, so that if it gets 
two tents on the road, we can take a little bit of a break and just regroup as a family and then get back on the road for some adventures. You know, you both mentioned that you work full time. And I'm curious, you know, if you work remotely or not, because obviously that is a balance with what you just said with your work schedule and then also with the kids school schedule. So you clearly are finding any little nugget that you can to get away. Uh, How do you manage it? It's a good question. So we, we don't really work remotely. So we're, we're, we're in the office and we're, we're using kind of the precious vacation time of the year. A lot of times we're, we're still able to check into work. So if we're leaving for two weeks or something, we can't uh, totally cut off the, uh, you know, that line of communication. Uh, but it is about being very careful with the dates. And the thing that we found is by having that first really long trip, we can get pretty far. I mean, overnight from South Jersey, we can get to Mississippi. And so that really starts you on the right foot to get back for a work or a, or, or a school, of course. You know, the kids are busy with activities, so, you know, in certain seasons we'll rarely travel. We're in basketball season now. But there, there, there are some really ready-made times that you can t- take a, a, a break if you plan it very carefully and you're uh, willing to really stay on the road. So and ben, there's long weekends, so we can always book in one long weekend with well, the other in the right. summer. Yeah, the long uh, weekends. Well, winter break, there's summer break. So, well, we, uh, we really uh, take advantage of those times, uh, 4th of July, if it falls in the, in the right uh, on a weekend, things like that. We'll, uh, we'll take on. All right, like real quick, I want to ask you this, because we're running out of time. We've got about 30 seconds. So for one of you, I'd love to know, what have you learned most, uh, or how has family road tripping affected your family? It's been a wonderful experience. It's something we talk about with the kids all the time, remember fondly. And it's something that's really for the culture of our family has just taken us to a new level that we didn't expect when we started, but that we're so grateful that we we got a chance to enjoy and we can continue. Okay, Ben, we are about to run out of time. I'm sorry. Uh, Your book is called Family Road Tripping Without Falling. Listeners can find it online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Ben, Rosa, stay in touch with us and keep us updated. Will do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, both of you. Take care. Take care. You know what I'm always impressed by when we talk to people like this, Mary, is really just how travel brings people together. It doesn't matter what they do, where they go, travel, it, it's, it's a connector. Right, and I loved how he talked about the culture in the car that you create. Great way to put it. Which is important. Yeah, clearly, very so. important. All right, folks, uh, on that, we're going to have to uh, put a wrap on today's edition of our weekly travel get-together. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. Special thanks to all our guests who appeared on the show today with us. Thanks to our show team for helping the three of us put today's program together to get it to you. Certainly to all of our network affiliates and sponsors, we say thanks. And to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.